0: It's time for Lisbon High School Football on Thunder 1061. Tonight's game is brought to you by CHI Lisbon Health, Welton Tire Service, Sanford Health, RDO Equipment, Mobility Plus Rehabilitation, Hefty Seed Company. Tonight's Lisbon Broncos Football Game is brought to you by Dickey Rural Networks, Wallach Johnson Insurance, Bank North. Nodak Insurance and Agent Lee Falk, Lisbon Bronco Boosters, Olsen Accounting, Extreme Clean Car Wash of Lisbon and Enderlin, and Edward Jones Oaks. And now let's head to the field with the call of today's game, Eric Johnson. Well, thank you very much, Evan Carlson, and we are set for some high school football tonight on Thunder Country 106.1
1: FM and also streams on NewsDakota.com. And we'll see if the Lisbon Broncos are able to continue their undefeated season so far. They have won their first three games all quite convincingly, in fact, the last two weeks. We've had running time in the second half last week, a 60-7 victory against Northern Cats. A lot of starters. Uh, basically started the second half on the bench. And then the week before, you had a game in Fargo against the Fargo-Oak Grove Grovers, and again, Lisbon uh, handled that one quite easily, only allowing 25 yards of offense for the Grovers for the entire game. So we'll see how this one uh, fares out, hoping a bit of a better matchup. I'm expecting a bit of a better matchup here tonight. Uh, Ellendale, of course, Eka uh, Edgley uh, coming into this uh, calm uh, into this contest one and three. They got off to a tough start, but they've gotten their first victory of the uh, year just last week. So we are just about set for the start of the game. We're probably about 10 minutes out here, but we need to get to some of our pregame activities. Our pregame show brought to you as a service by Sanford Health. We're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll visit with the coach, the head coach, the Lisbon Broncos, Joe Girding, coming up as our broadcast will just get underway on Thunder Country 106.1 FM. Staying on top of your health is important for every single aspect of your life. Sanford Health Lisbon
2: Clinic is here to make sure all your needs are taken care of right here in your hometown. With Sanford Lisbon, you can experience a close relationship with a provider that is part of your community and will be your health partner for life. To learn more about the services offered in your town, visit SanfordHealth.org. Sanford Health Lisbon Clinic wishes all athletes the best of luck this season.
3: The Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters is a group of parents, coaches, and community members whose mission is to enrich the athletic community by providing financial support for Lisbon high school athletic programs. Proudly supporting all of Lisbon's varsity sports programs, the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters would like to thank the community for their involvement and participation in fundraising. Check out the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters on Facebook for upcoming events and opportunities where you can volunteer, donate, or join the booster team. Catch the spirit with Lisbon Bronco Athletics. Navigating the challenging and difficult world of personal and business finances, estate planning, tax planning, preparation, and problems can be challenging at best. For all of these needs and more, put your trust in Olson Accounting of Lisbon. Olson Accounting prides themselves on outstanding service to their clients and dedication to professionalism, responsiveness, and quality. Olson Accounting of Lisbon would be happy to answer any of your questions. Contact them today at 701-683-2700 and visit them on the web at seeolsoncpa.com.
4: First State Bank of North Dakota has been serving our communities for more than a century. In all that time, only one thing's changed. Our name. We're Bank North now, but everything you've always known and trusted about us remains. Our owners and staff are the same, and the same honesty, loyalty, and integrity guide us. Bank North, new name, but values based banking remains the same. Member FDIC and proud supporter of our communities. We are back on the
1: pregame show. We're going to visit with the head coach of the Lisbon Broncos football team, Joe Gerding. And Joe, your team continues to be off to a hot start. And in fact, uh, the last couple of weeks, no offense to the teams that you played, but uh, games are pretty much over at half and you got a tough part of your schedule coming up here pretty soon. So hopefully a good game tonight against Eek.
5: Yeah, no, I mean, it's been a great start for us. And, you know, like you said, we've been kind of controlling the games and, you know, jumping out to big leads early and everything, you know, but uh, we're expecting a tougher game tonight against DEK.
1: Talk just a few minutes here, your your last game against Northern Cass at home. It was a 60-7 to victory, and you actually started uh, taking some players out in the, the second uh, quarter. You know, when you, when you have a game like that, I guess maybe I'd just have you put your finger on, what do you think was the most dominant phase during that game? Was it the defense or the offense?
5: You know, it's, it's kind of tough to pick between the two of them, you know, within, in that first half there, I believe, it was 42 to nothing with only a minute or so into the second quarter. So, you know, offensively, we played great. Um, you know, running, you know, the rushing game was clicking, the passing game was clicking. We were able to hit some deep passes, you know, but our defense was pretty dominant, too, only giving up. You know, I, I want to say when our varsity defense was in there, we only gave up just a couple of positive plays. Throughout about the first right. quarter and a half, both phases were clicking pretty good for us.
1: Any kind of negative? It seemed like there might have been a turnover or two again, but I can't remember for sure.
5: For the most part, everything was fairly clean. Uh, we had one drop pitch, but we were able to get back on top of it. And, you know, we really didn't have any of those negative plays or those penalties like we saw against old groves so i mean we were happy with that
1: well tell us about uh allendale edgely calm it's a bit of a trip to get uh, down there uh they're one and three currently but you just can't overlook a team and you know you put the ball on the ground it can make for a challenging night so what is it uh what do you have to watch out for for eat tonight
5: you know Eek is a team that you know their their coach always has them shealy always has them playing tough and you know you you can expect the constant effort out of their kids and you know, they're going to fight till the end. They're not going to give up and roll over. And, uh, you know, they've got a couple of explosive weapons. They're pretty young up front, having to replace a bunch of kids up there. They've got a kid that they put out at wide receiver, uh, number 88. He is uh, he's a very fast player. I believe as a sophomore he was in the top ten in the state for uh, the 100-meter dash. So he's a kid that, you know, they try, they try to get into the game with some outside stuff, some deep balls. And they use him as a kick returner and a punt returner. So, I mean, we're going to have to be, especially on special teams, we're going to have to really be careful where we're kicking the ball. And, you know, we kind of always want to know where he is on the field.
1: I do have to ask because I'm sure that a lot of folks in the Lisbon area have the calendar, the schedule in front of them. And, yes, we got to eat tonight. No, you don't want to look forward uh, to next week. But the next two weeks after tonight, you have some pretty big opponents, and A number one, probably a huge rivalry as well. Oaks, so how do you keep the kids from just kind of start drifting and start thinking about next week before we're done tonight?
5: Yeah, definitely. It's, it's definitely something that we are preaching in practice and, you know, really stressing as coaches. And I think, you know, with with the really slow start that we feel we had against Oak Grove, especially offensively, like that, that's still really fresh in our players' minds. And they know that, I mean, they were the first to say that they did not have a good start to that game. And, you know, they know that if you you want to try to be one of the upper echelon teams and you want to, you know, play championship football, then you can't have those slow starts. So our kids have really, I mean, even themselves have stressed it this week that there's you know, there's no overlooking, and you got to keep the gas pedal down.
1: As far as your offensive playbook and maybe even your defensive playbook, you know, we've talked in other interviews before that uh, you didn't really have much of a full camp where you could hit with each other. Uh, where are you at as far as now implementation of both sides of the ball? Are you pretty much 100% up to speed, or are you still kind of building up as the season goes along?
5: Yeah, you know, we feel like we're, we're, we're still building up. You know, we've got some offensive things I we feel we're going to have some, you know, some new wrinkles in again tonight, you know. I mean, I think people have seen that we've been able to complete a few passes each week and everything, but, you know, that's something we want to continue to work on and show that we hey, we are, we are, can and we are willing to throw the ball, but uh, there's still a few more things with the run game that are going to be coming out. We'll see some more tonight. You know, it's always good to be able to run those in games and get into that stuff, but uh, you know, offensively, we've still got a little bit more to go here, and defensively, I mean, a lot, a lot of what we do defensively has been out there now. Okay. We're showing pretty much everything, and you know, I think our biggest thing with our defense is just speed. We've got a lot of kids that just fly to the football.
1: Injury-wise, you guys doing okay?
5: Yep, we're healthy.
6: How is it that North Dakota insurance agents can answer all of your questions? When you focus on North Dakota, you know more. We don't have to respond to hurricanes in Florida, which makes it easier to respond to hailstorms and fender benders in Lisbon. Hi, I'm Lee Falk, your Nodak insurance company agent here in Lisbon, which means the answers that give you peace of mind are right in front of you. Answers come easy with Nodak insurance. Call me at 701-683-4802 and get the answers to your insurance questions today.
3: For over 40 years, Welton's Tire Service has provided Lisbon and the surrounding areas with tire sales and service, as well as preventative vehicle maintenance at an affordable cost. They continue that tradition today, whether it's shocks and struts, tire sales and repair, or on-the-farm services. Welton Tire is your friendly neighborhood vehicle and tire expert. And let's face it, you either have Goodyear tires or you need them for your car or farm equipment. Call Welton Tire today at 683-5136 or visit them on the web at weltonstire.net.
2: Helping you do more, RDO does that. RDO Equipment in Lisbon is here to serve you. Sign up for your next bulk oil fill now before November 1st, and you will receive no payments, no interest for 120 days. Also, with your bulk oil fill, you will receive $100 off your next service inspection and a 10% discount on parts. Each sign-up will be entered into a drawing to win a Pit Boss Grill. Some restrictions may apply. Check store for details. RDO Equipment in Lisbon, 701-683-5836.
7: Water isn't just water. I'm Darren Hefty with Hefty Seed. Your water quality is likely hurting how well your herbicide and other spray applications work. The reason why, it is hard. Hard water occurs with calcium, magnesium, and other metals that are present in the water as positively charged ions. They bind to herbicides, they bind to other ag products, and they reduce your effectiveness. That's why we've developed WaterRite that neutralizes hard water. Water WaterRite can make your applied products work like they're supposed to. For more information, visit HeftySeed.com.
3: The Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters is a group of parents, coaches, and community members whose mission is to enrich the athletic community by providing financial support for Lisbon High School athletic programs. Proudly supporting all of Lisbon's varsity sports programs, the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters would like to thank the community for their involvement and participation in fundraising. Check out the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters on Facebook for upcoming events and opportunities where you can volunteer, donate, or join the booster team. Catch the spirit with Lisbon Bronco Athletics.
7: John,
1: Broncos, I well, you could say it's a beautiful day out here today. We do have uh, some sunshine. It is actually a fairly nice uh, evening over here. A little bit on the chilly side, but uh, there is a bit of a breeze as well, but the flag is not uh, basically sitting straight sideways by any means. And the Lisbon Broncos are going to be getting the football first, so we'll get set to uh, get things underway here momentarily. Again, I want to thank the folks from Sanford for sponsoring our pregame show here tonight. Sanford Health, of course, in Lisbon, you can experience a close relationship with a provider that is part of your community and will be with you all the way down the road. Well, kicking off will be number six for the Thunder and actually, they don't have a number six on their roster. <laughs> we start off with a bad way, and they didn't know it here in the press box either. So the kickoff is going to be fielded by Svem. Down to about the 27-yard line. Whoever the kicker is, number six. I'm guessing somebody switched jerseys before the start of the game. Here, we'll see if we can find a, a kicker list. They don't even have a kicker listed here, <laughs> so they go from two, five, to seven, to eleven. And the public address announcer here did not have the number six either. So we'll try and figure out who that is momentarily. <laughs> So now they're scrambling around the press box. We'll wait for this to get underway. But, again, 11.59, just one second coming off the clock here. The Lisbon Broncos will have it first. The Broncos sitting as the number three seed, They're actually the number three team in the state of North Dakota in their particular class. I guess who's number four. That would be next week's opponent with Oaks. Now pass to Rasmussen out on the flat. The pass is behind him. He falls down. Looks like he makes the grab. They're going to give it to him just past the 31-yard line. Rasmussen was open. But he, and it, I mean, wide open. There was nobody near him. He literally slowed down. The pass was behind him. He kind of stopped, had to turn around, make the catch. He bobbled it a little bit, but was able to finally corral it. And that's something I don't think we have seen in a couple of years, and that is the Broncos passing on first down. It's just something that they don't do a whole lot of. But... In talking to coach, they're going to try and grow their playbook a little bit. Uh, They know that they're not going to be able to run against every team all the time. Now, here it is going to be Sowers. First carry, far side, down the sideline he goes, up to the 45 and close to the 50-yard line. They're going to say he is out of bounds at the 46, so that is a pickup of right around 13, 14 yards. It'll be a Broncos first down, move the chains, and the Broncos starting pretty much where they left off just uh, about seven days ago. Check of our Welton Tire Service Scoreboard. Zip, zip, just underway. 11 uh, 13 remaining. Having an interesting story to pass along. Almost didn't make it here <laughs> for a little while. We had a cattle truck that actually jackknifed sideways. Fortunately, nobody was hurt, no cattle was hurt, but the vehicle was stuck all the way across Highway 11. Hunter Schultz now carries the football in his own. Weaves through traffic and then finds running room. Gets across midfield, across the 45, down to the 40-yard line before he's caught from behind. And it's going to be another Broncos first down. And the ball will go down to the 39-yard line. Uh, A lot of semis, a lot of buses backed up. It was just outside of Ligerwood. Again, nobody hurt, but uh, the long cattle trailer looked like it had bottomed out on the crown of the road. So they were having difficulty moving it. Uh, The victim of that is the Lobos football team was on the other side. All the players were off the bus and hands on hips. They were waiting to get to their game. They probably were late. Handoff going to the left. It'll go Sowers to the 35 down the sideline. He's got running room and a blocker down to the 20, to the 15, to the 10. Cuts it back inside, and he's going to score the touchdown. 39-yard touchdown run right off pretty much the get-go here. And it's going to be a quick score. For the Lisbon Broncos. So again, ten thirty. That's the thing with the Broncos. And it's much like last year. They've gotten off to quick starts. It puts the other team behind the eight ball. It's gonna be a long enough game for a lot of these teams anyways, but then when you are looking at a seven nothing, fourteen nothing deficit last week, I think it what was it, twenty eight to nothing right away in the first quarter. Hunter Schultz will take it himself, goes to the left, and he'll get in for the two point conversion. So just like that, eight zip. The Lisbon Broncos get a 39-yard run, a TD run, 10.30 remaining here in the first quarter from number two Jordan Sowers, and it's capped off by a two-yard run, a two-point conversion run by Hunter Schultz. So we'll take the break, and we'll have the kickoff coming up to the Thunder in just one minute on Thunder Country,
7: 106.1 FM. Water isn't just water. Hi, I'm Darren Hefty with Hefty Seat. Your water quality is likely hurting how well your herbicide and other spray applications work. The reason why, it is hard. Hard water occurs with calcium, magnesium, and other metals that are present in the water as positively charged ions. They bind to herbicides, they bind to other ag products, and they reduce your effectiveness. That's why we've developed WaterRite that neutralizes hard water. Water WaterRite can make your applied products work like they're supposed to. For more information, visit HeftySeed.com.
1: Uh, We'll take it back a little early. looks like we are set to kick off with Hunter Schultz. And two back here for the Thunder. Straddling the 10-yard line. Paulson, the speedster, is back there. and I believe also number 12, Mackey, is back there. It's going to be a shorter kick fielded by the upback at about the 25. He gets and pushes ahead up to the 35. That's going to be number 32, Jernland. The sophomore running back slash linebacker. So, fairly good field position to start things off for the Thunder in their first possession of the ninth. Again, already down eight zip, just 90 seconds into the game. And I've, I think we played the Thunder, at Lisbon Broncos, I believe, played the Thunder at Lisbon last year. Two wide receivers, one to the left, one to the right. Eye formation of the backfield. The quarterback comes up to the line of scrimmage. That's Adam Nitsky, the captain, junior. And he'll quick pitch it. They'll run to the right with 34. Carruth, he'll get hit at the line of scrimmage. First one there, I believe, number 56. That would Caleb Olson. Let's see where they officially put it down here it's between the 38 39 right around second and eight second down and nine and the I think uh, what a lot of teams when you get into a powerhouse running attack and a scoring machine like the Broncos have been this year they've been putting up 50 60 points every week I think also the biggest thing is offensively you just got to hold on to the football you can't be f- doing four and outs early on otherwise you're going to be in trouble way early so we'll see here if we can get a few uh, first downs for the Thunder and maybe get a drive going. Nitschke now in the pistol formation, sends a receiver in motion, hands it on the sweep. Mathern coming here to the near side, cuts it too quick, I think, and he ends up running back into the back of his left tackle. There's not much there. It'll be a loss in the play. I think he had a little bit, Well, although he may have had to cut it up. I'm, I actually had a pole right in my way, so I, there might have been a force up here. It was a little bit more green territory, though, near the sideline. So we'll see, big third down here, third down and uh, almost 11 now as the ball is back at the 35-yard line in Thunder territory. Broncos wearing the white jerseys tonight, red pants. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left, split backs in the backfield. key in the pits, pistol formation again. Now four wide receivers, two to the left, two to the right. Fake blitz. And they do not blitz. Well, they do bring a little bit of pressure. Now throw over the middle, but it's well overthrown. Intended receiver was number 15. That's Henningsen, but uh, three feet too tall for him. Senior, they don't have his height there, but he looks like a fairly tall kid. So with 8.37 remaining here in the first quarter, four and out for the Thunder. At least that's what we're thinking here, fourth and 11. so... It's key will drop back to punt it. Looks like he's going to go all the way back to his about 23-yard line. Back to return, the punt will be number two, Sowers. He is set up shot up at the 28. High snap, he gets it down. Oh, four Lisbon players right there, but did not get the block. Fairly good punt. punt underneath that kind of pressure. And the ball is just going to fall freely down to the ground. It's going to roll down to about the 32. It is down by Paxton Mathern for the Thunder. So change of possession, the uh, Broncos scored rather quickly on their first drive, driving the field, capped off by the 39-yard touchdown run, and we'll see what the Broncos have in store for the second series here. We'll pull up the records here real quick for the Broncos. I'll flip over to their page real quick. Again, the Thunder 1-3 and 3 coming into this contest. Broncos at 3-0. Pitch goes, or snap goes to Hunter Schultz. He sets up a screen to the far side to Sowers. He's got some running room again. There he goes down the sideline to the 40, to the 50, to the 40. Down the way he goes. He's got one man to beat, and he jets by everybody and scores again. Wow, screen play in the floor. There is a penalty flag, though, on the far side of the field. There's a penalty flag way over there. There's a yellow hanky down, so we'll see what the call is. But they're not bringing the football back. It's going to be a hold, and it's going to go against the Broncos, so they are going to bring this back. Broncos, bring back. Really... Well, I tell you, that's that would have been the second touchdown in a row, though. The race is on in that far side of the field, and nobody for the Thunder could bring down Sowers. Definitely showing his speed on that run, but there's a reason why he was as open, I guess, as he was, is there was a block pretty much at the start, near the start of that screen. So they're going to bring the ball all the way back. So instead of having a touchdown, they'll be back inside their own 30-yard line. The ball will be placed at the 28 of Lisbon. So they'll make it first down in about 16. And getting large chunks of yardage so far in this game. Hunter Schultz does the 360 spin, takes off on his own. There he goes to the left side again, down the sideline, to the 40, to the 50. He's got the first down, pushed to the bounce past midfield. He'll be pushed out at the 49-yard line to the Thunder, and again, just huge chunks of yardage on that left side. And you got to wonder at what point the Thunder are going to try to take that uh, far side of the field away. It's been just off to the races almost every play. So first down and 10 at the 49-yard line to the Thunder. Again, the Broncos are already up 8-zip. Slot receiver here to the near side. Wing here to the near side. Greenlee goes in motion. little fake play coming back this direction, though. Rasmussen down the sideline. He goes to the 35 before he gets cut down. Great job. Nice tackle by Mather. And he was actually being occupied by a blocker. But as Rasmussen came close, he broke away and was able to cut the legs out from Rasmussen to bring him down, but it's not before. Another big gain here and another first down for the Broncos. Ball at the 33. Backfield of Schultz and Sowers. Spammy here to the near side. Schultz. As a receiver, two of them to the left side, throws a bullet down the center of the field, but misses his mark, and he's picked off at the 5-yard line. Schultz Schultz was well off the mark. He was trying to get it to swim down to about the 5, but he really, I don't know that uh, Coach is going to be too happy about that particular throw. He had two wide receivers wide open in the far side of the field. Tried to force the ball in deep, but he was well off the mark. He was probably about a good five, seven yards off the mark to the right. And a good job at uh, picking off that football for the Thunder. So the Thunder will take over deep in their own territory again at the five. That's the one bugaboo so far this year for the Broncos as they've had their fair share of turnovers. And the first couple of games, they had uh, two fumbles in each one of those games early on. Last week, uh, they just had one mishap, but they recovered their own fumble. Uh, run here to the near side, a massive pile. And I believe that's going to be number 36. That is going to be Zachary White, his first carry. I believe maybe his second. So he doesn't get much yardage. In fact, they're going to mark him back a yard. It'll make it second down and 11. The ball at the now four yard line. Big crowd here. A lot of people in the uh, stadium. Obviously, this is a dual stadium. It's got a baseball field as well, but a really nice football field. Handoff will, no, it's actually going to be kept by Nitschke, and then he just flings it out of the end zone. He was, well, that was a smart play. I don't think they're going to call him for intentional grounding. He got it back, I believe, to the line of scrimmage. Is that what they're going to say? He just really kind of just flung that ball. It was a dangerous flip. And he just flung it into some open space. It fell safely to the ground, and it will avoid his safety because he was running for his life in the end zone. So 6.59 remaining here in the first quarter. Again, wide receivers, four wide receivers, two to the left, two to the right. Pistol formation, Nitski thought about throwing a quick uh, screen up there, but then he kept it himself, tried to run it up the middle, and he is going to be shut down at about the two, maybe the three-yard line. Loss of two so that fourth down. So at this point, uh, the Thunder basically dodged the bullet with the interception. Penalty negated a long touchdown run on that last series for the Broncos, and then they ended up throwing the interception, but now it looks like they're going to get the ball back in good field position. Punch is going to come from the back of the end zone. Nitschke basically standing with his feet right in front of the end line, and Sowers is set up at about the 30. He fair catches it, and he'll hang on to the football from there. 7-13 7-13 is our time right now. We've got 6:15 remaining here in the first quarter. 8-0, Broncos scored on the first drive through an interception of the second drive, and it's been four and out both times for the Thunder. Broncos this year winning the Titan Trophy in week of the tractor. In week one in a game to open up the season against Central Cass, 32-6. That was in Castleton. And then winning 50 to nothing and 60-7. So things have progressively gotten better for the Broncos as the season has gone along. Fake handoff to the right, goes back to the left. Greenlee going down the sideline, and there he goes to the 20, to the 15, pushed to the bounds before he gets into the end zone. But another big chunk of yardage for the Broncos. No penalty play or no penalty flags on that particular play. We'll see where they're going to spot the football. The out-of-bounds where he got shoved out-of-bounds is way on the opposite side for us. The pylon for the end zone actually was knocked down, but I know he was out-of-bounds before then. So it looks like he went out at about the four-yard line. So first down and goal for the Broncos from the four-yard line. From here to the near side. Colts and Sowers in the backfield. Direct snap to Hunter, and he goes right into the end zone for a four-yard touchdown. i so the two-point conversion coming up here. So fourteen to nothing, six remaining in the first quarter of play. So usually when we see one score the other one does the two point conversion and that's exactly what happened. Now South is gonna take it in for the two point conversion. Easily to the left zone so there is another Broncos touchdown for your T D run capped off by the Southers. Two point conversion. And we need to take a break here. Sixty to nothing is the score. The Broncos already out into a commanding lead. In the first quarter. We'll take a break. Our timeout out.
7: Brought to you as a service by Hefty Seed. Water isn't just water. Hi, I'm Darren Hefty with Hefty Seed. Your water quality is likely hurting how well your herbicide and other spray applications work. The reason why? It is hard. Hard water occurs with calcium, magnesium, and other metals that are present in the water as positively charged ions. They bind to herbicides, they bind to other ag products, and they reduce your effectiveness. That's why we've developed WaterRite that neutralizes hard water. Water WaterRite can make your applied products work like they're supposed to. For more information, visit HeftySeed.com.
2: Helping you do more, RDO does that. RDO Equipment in Lisbon is here to serve you. Sign up for your next bulk oil fill now before November 1st, and you will receive no payments, no interest for 120 days. Also, with your bulk oil fill, you will receive $100 off your next service inspection and a 10% discount on parts. Each sign up will be entered into a drawing to win a Pit Boss Grill. Some restrictions may apply. Check store for details. RDO Equipment in Lisbon, 701-683-5836.
1: Well, the Broncos up here early, 16 to nothing. Short kickoff is going to be taken by the Thunder at the 25. They'll return it out to the 35 yard line, and the return is going to be Jernland. sophomore, return man, number 32. The Thunder so far have yet to get a first down here. They're going to need to get a first down. Again, they need to move and eat some time off this clock. This game looking a lot like the uh, game we had last week against Northern Cass in Lisbon. So wide receivers, two to the right, and tight package here on the left side. Looks like a kind of a, I guess, double wing almost or double tight end here to the left side. Quarterback under center. Dropping back to pass, Nitschke rolling to his right, looks to the far sideline. He's got a receiver wide open, and it's caught at the 45-yard line, and down the sideline they go. Big pickup against the Broncos' defense. Nitschke hits Mathern at about the 40, 45-yard line. There was not a defender within five yards of him. Made the catch, turned up the field, and gets the thunder all the way down to the 30-yard line. So definitely a mistake in coverage there. He got behind the defense. First down and ten, and the Thunder moving the chains now. Clock continues, actually stopped at the moment at five fifty with sixteen to nothing. The score Broncos up by two touchdowns. Mathern here on the near side, wide receiver. Jernberg or check that number eighty-eight. Paulson on the far side. Pitch comes here to the near side. Running back's going to be dropped in the backfield. Two defenders knifing through. Carruth on the carry, number 34, but he had no room. As he was trying to go to the left, it'll be a loss of almost four. They'll put the ball back to the 35-yard line, so it'll make it second down and 14. And the ball is in Broncos territory after that big pass completion to Mathern. We'll see if the Thunder can do something with it here. And the Thunder starting off this season, three straight losses and then got a victory last week. Paulson, far side, Mathern here on the near side. Pistol formation for Nitschke. Actually, two wide receivers now on that right side, far side of the field. Nitschke dropping back to pass, looks over the middle. He's got a receiver and it's caught. Paulson running here to the near side. Is he going to be able to get down the sideline? He's going to get a good chunk of yardage inside the 15. And again, I think that was a blown coverage there. The one player coach was uh, talking about for sure that they wanted to keep a hat on, and that is the speedster. And he is a tall kid. He looks like he's about six one. He runs track, and Paulson definitely made them pay as he made the catch over the middle. Nobody near him again. Second time in this series that the pass, the wide receivers have been wide open. So now we're having to lean almost out the window here to see they're way on the far end of the field for us. One, uh, make it first down and 10. Ball looks to be spotted at about the 16. Handoff, Caruth, nowhere. Met right at the line of scrimmage. First tackler in there, number 62. That'll be Granger Dick. So it'll be a loss of one. 414 is the time here in the first quarter. Check of our Welton Tire Service Scoreboard, serving the Lisbon area for over 40 years. In fact, it's been more like 44, 45 years. Big supporters of Broncos Athletics. Wide receiver here to the near side. Paulson going to the far side. Eye formation in the backfield. Nitzki under center. Turns around. Pitches to number 34 over to the right. Gain of a few yards. That is going to be Carruth again. So it'll be third and nine. The ball at about the 14-yard line. Beautiful sunset. Looks like it's getting set up here. I can see the Reflection of the sun going down in the window. Wide receivers to either side of the field. Four wide receivers set. Hitchkey is going to go in the pistol. He's got Carruth to his right. Big third down play here. Definite threat for the Thunder to score. And a receiver again running a wheel route to the back end of the end zone, but it's a little bit too far. Intended receiver was Henningsen. He was open. If if the Nitschke wanted to throw him before he ran into the end zone, he was wide open and would have been enough for the first down inside the five. But as the play continued, it was almost like a zone or was a zone for the Broncos as they let Henningsen come and run to them in the end zone. But if that would have been cut short, that would have been big problems for the Broncos. Fourth and nine. Thunder definitely going to go for it, down by 16 here early. Two wide receivers, one to the left, one to the right. Nitschke dropping back to pass. He continues to run backwards. He's in big trouble, just flips it away, throws it out of bounds. <coughs> Excuse me. It's going to be a turnover on downs, so the Broncos are going to take over first down and 10 at their own 14-yard line. Pressure coming up the middle, and unfortunately, Nitschke, for the thun- unfortunately for the Thunder, He started running backwards, and that dispelled trouble from the get-go. And literally, and that's the second time, or maybe even the third time, when he gets in trouble, he just flips the ball. That particular time, he did it safely. There really wasn't anybody near the sideline, but he has not drawn an intentional grounding penalty. Now, run here for the Broncos, trying to sweep here in the near side. That is Sowers. Down the sideline, he goes. He's got a clear path. 40, 50. Stiff arms, a tackler, and he's going to go all the way down for an 86-yard touchdown run. Wow. First play again, 86-yard TD run. And I'll just say this right now, the uh, Thunder have got to figure out a way to secure the edges. The Broncos are just absolutely almost running at will on either sideline down the field. That was a huge run. There was one tackler that had a chance. I believe that was Mock, Wyatt Mock. But as he was getting close to tackling or trying to tackle, Sowers at about the 40-yard line kind of dove towards the thigh, and basically Sowers just he saw him coming, and he put his hand back there and just pushed him down to the ground. So two-point conversion. Run is going to be Hunter Schultz. Goes to the right, and he will... Is he going to get in or not? I thought he got in, but... So it is successful. I just didn't see that far side official signal that was good. So it's 24 to nothing now. And the Broncos with 237 take a commanding lead here early. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more of our coverage of Broncos football on Thunder Country, 106.1 FM.
8: Mud, grime, dust, and dirt. Can't stand your dirty vehicle anymore? Extreme Clean Car Wash in Lisbon and Enderlin has the solution for you. They have the technology to make your vehicle look like new again. Their Lisbon location, located on the south end of town, offers a touch-free car wash as well as two self-serve car wash bays. Their location in downtown Enderlin offers a touch-free automatic car wash. And at both locations, you can pay via credit card. Stop by one of these great locations today and make your vehicle look like new. Extreme Clean Car Wash.
6: When you need answers, knowing where to turn is important. When it comes to insurance, the answer is right here in front of you. Hi, I'm Lee Falk, your Nodak Insurance Company agent in Lisbon. I'll be there for you when you have an insurance question or if you need help filing a claim. You can rely on me to protect what matters most. Answers come easy with Nodak Insurance. Call me today at 701-683-4802 for the answers you need today or for a free no-obligation quote.
1: Oh, we are back again. Kickoff coming here to the near side. Diving. Oh, it's muffed for a moment. Uh, Turnberger, Turnland is diving after that football. He was able to corral it. I uh, lost it for a moment, but he was able to lay on top of it. And it will be first down and 10 for the Thunder at the 30-yard line. But what we didn't need to see there is the Thunder turn the ball right back over again. Well, it's, it's a tough, tough deal. The Broncos, again, looking a lot like last year's team, although you've got uh, four different players at the five different positions in the offensive line, but uh, Lisbon has been blessed with the fact that they just have uh, some pretty big boys up front. Nitschke dropping back to pass through over the middle. It is complete. Running here to the near side is Paulson, and he breaks free, and he gets past the 40 all the way out to the 45, a broken tackle. We have a penalty flag coming in from the 50-yard line. So we'll see what the official call is going to be. Now, the Thunder not moving up the field. It looks like they are going to, it's going to be against, it's going to be a holding call, and that will go against the Thunder. So somebody down the field was trying to create some more room for Paulson, I'm sure, and gets called for the penalty. So that will bring the play back, but it's going to put it back to the 35-yard line. The one thing that I would say that uh, the Thunder have found is they have found open receivers three different times now, and I'm not just saying just barely open. They've been wide open, and we have not seen that against the Broncos' defense so far this year, so the Thunder may be able to make some hay with that opening. They just got to get their defense going. Nitschke dropping back to pass in the pistol, looking to the right side, throws it all the way down the field, but that was way too long. Paulson, even with his speed, he was probably at about the 35-yard line while the ball landed at about the 28. Nitschke's got a cannon. I'll give him that. And that's not a that's not a wobbler he's thrown down the field either. That was a tight spiral down the field. So that'll make it second down and five. Guess, you know when you have first down and five, it's worth it to take a shot. Now it looks like we're going to have a timeout here. 2:04 remaining here in the first quarter, and uh, it's going to be the Lisbon Broncos taking the timeout. Coach Gurdian wants to talk things over, and maybe he's seeing the same thing we've been talking about: is the Thunder, I think, have found offensively at least some things they fairly like with wide receivers. We're going to take the uh, break. It's a hefty seed timeout. We'll be back with more of our coverage on Thunder Country
7: 106.1 FM. Water isn't just water. Hi, I'm Darren Hefty with Hefty Seed. Your water quality is likely hurting how well your herbicide and other spray applications work. The reason why, it is hard. Hard water occurs with calcium, magnesium, and other metals that are present in the water as positively charged ions. They bind to herbicides, they bind to other ag products, and they reduce your effectiveness. That's why we've developed WaterRite that neutralizes hard water. Water WaterRite can make your applied products work like they're supposed to. For more information, visit HeftySeed.com.
3: CHI Lisbon Health Clinic is now offering telemedicine visits. This means that you can have an appointment with your provider and not have to physically come to the clinic. To schedule your telemedicine appointment, simply call CHI Lisbon Health Clinic today at 701-683-6400. CHI Lisbon Health Clinic is now located on the north side of the hospital and open Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. CHI Lisbon Health Clinic, imagine better health.
1: Well, it'll be second down and four as the Thunder come back onto the field after the timeout, I believe, was called by Coach Girding. He was already out in the field as that was being signaled, so we'll see what the Broncos can do. It'll be two wide receivers to the right side. Nitschke, the quarterback, up under center, one back in the backfield. Running has not gone anywhere for the Thunder, but you can't get away from it completely. Now, Nitschke throws to the flat. Receiver had come open. A little delayed route. It's going to be completed, but not enough for the first down. Henningsen catches the ball at the 37. They're going to give up to about the 39. He needs to get across the 40 for the first down, so it'll be third down and about one, maybe two. Henningsen, again, initially didn't go out. I believe he was probably blocking on that right side, and then once he took a second or two, he released and went up the field, and he was wide open. Unfortunately, by the time he caught it, turned around and started to go back up the field, the Broncos had made up the ground. Three wide receivers to the right side, one to the left. Pistol formation again for Nitschke, the captain. And it will be quarterback keeper, and he's not going to get anywhere. Well, they're still battling around, but it's about two or three yards behind the line of scrimmage, and now the Broncos players are saying the football is out. We'll see what the referee has got to say about it. And they're going to call it a fumble. Fumble Uh, I would say this, that they they allowed that play uh, to continue maybe a little bit longer than I would probably anticipate a normal play. Uh, But finally, it went for a couple of seconds. The scrum was continuing I guess to move a little bit so you can see why they didn't blow the whistle, but The Broncos kept the quarterback stood up and they just kept ripping at the ball and they finally got it out. So first down to 10 for the Broncos after the fumble and here they go to work again. Hunter Schultz to the right behind the tackle gets up to the 35-yard line. It'll be a pickup of four and that'll make it second down and six. We got 50 seconds left here in the first quarter. Avery Dick checking in for the Broncos. He's been kind of quiet today. He had a leg injury Was it last week or the week before. Looks like he's back to full speed, at least we hope so. He had a terrific touchdown catch against the Grovers. So very tight package. You have a slot receiver and Sven here to the near side. Two backs in the backfield. That would be and Sowers, in a pitch late option goes to Sowers. He gets hit in the backfield, but not taken down. Down the sideline he goes, 35, 30, 25, and down to the 20-yard line. Should have been brought down, number 80, Boston Hagen, I believe, was the tackler. He had, I, I guess, a couple of hands full of jerseys, or jersey around the shoulders, but Sowers literally just put his hand between his two hands and shoved off. And was able to push out of the tackle. And then once he was free, he took it up quickly. Well enough for the first down. They're going to put him at the 16. So another big gain after that. Should have been a loss of about three or four on the play. Broncos coming back up to the line of scrimmage. Probably the last play. It's down to 11 seconds. Clock is stopped momentarily. 24 to nothing so far for the Broncos. And the handoff will go to Greenlee, but he gets tackled in the backfield. Nice defensive play, number 58. That is Wyatt Mock coming up and wrapping that up. There was misdirection. Looked like the run was gonna go to the left for about the eighth time, but it got reversed and Greenlee took it back here to the near side. Tried to cut up the middle and he gets caught basically for no game. That's gonna do it for the first quarter of play. Three touchdowns already in the books and two point conversions to match. It is 24 to nothing. Broncos looking for a 4 and 0 start to match what they did last year. In fact, the Broncos did not lose in the regular season last year. They went a perfect 8 and 0. So we're going to take a break here. We'll be back with more of our coverage of the Broncos taking
6: on the Thunder. We'll be back in just a minute. The halftime show is brought to you by Mobility Plus Rehabilitation, focused on keeping athletes and fans at their top mobility. Your mobility is their priority.
5: This is Dr. Ryan Lorenz, physical therapist at Mobility Plus Rehabilitation with offices in Enderlin, Lisbon, Gwinter, and Valley City. Our mission is to provide exceptional physical and occupational therapy by highly skilled therapists to minimize pain and maximize mobility, which quickly allows you to return to the quality of life you desire. We will evaluate and educate you on your condition, review treatment options, and create an effective treatment plan to solve your impairments based on your unique situation and needs. I invite you to call our offices at Mobility Plus today.
2: Wallach-Johnson Insurance is an agency built on combining the traditional values of integrity, service, and professionalism. Contact Luann or Walt in Lisbon for a free quote on any type of insurance, crop, property, casualty, life, health, and more. They are ready to assist you with whatever insurance you need. They are committed to giving you outstanding personalized service. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff are always ready to help, regardless of how large or small your insurance needs may be. Wallach-Johnson Insurance, wishing the Lisbon Broncos the best of luck.
1: So the Broncos will start, second down and nine inside the red zone again. Run up the middle, goes to Hunter Schultz, straight down the gut, and it's going to make it in for a touchdown. Just like that, 15-yard touchdown run, Eleven fifty-four. Make sure we get everything down here real quick. Run for Schultz, number 12. And the way things are going, we may have, Start to see again what we saw last week with starters starting to come out in the second quarter, late in the second quarter, which does have a benefit sometimes later in the season when you may need a player to fill in and they have some game experience. Definitely is a bright spot. Wide receiver to the right side for the two-point conversion, but since Hunter Schultz scored that touchdown, is it going to be Sowers? Nope, it's going to be Schultz again. And he's going to easily make it in for the two-point conversion. So that will bring the score now to 32 to nothing. 15-yard run by Schultz and the two-point conversion for Schultz. And we will take a break. The Broncos in a commanding lead. We'll be back with more of our game here on Thunder Country, 106.1 FM.
9: Are you frustrated with your current internet speeds? DRN ReadyTech is offering packages with up to 1 gig of service and the fastest speeds in the area with fiber to each home. What does that mean to you? Fast, reliable and no data limits enabling you to enjoy video streaming, telemedicine, e-commerce and more, all from the comfort of your home. Check out our gig packages at DRNReadyTech.com or call 344-5000 today.
4: First State Bank of North Dakota has changed its name to Bank North, but that's the only difference you'll see. We've always been here for our communities. We've always been here for generations of families. Always here, through thick and thin, for farmers, ranchers, and businesses, and always true to our core values of honesty, loyalty, and integrity. None of that will ever change. Bank North, new name, but values-based banking remains the same. Member FDIC and proud supporter of our communities.
1: Oh, the Broncos will kick it off, but promptly kick it out of bounds. I'm sure they were just trying to lock it in down to about the 30, 35-yard line, but too strong of a leg. So the penalty flag will be out, and we'll see what the Thunder decide to do. A ball will be placed at the 35-yard line. I have to check again. I, I have not checked on the rule this year, and I guess I haven't thought about it for a little while, but uh, if it's even an option anymore or the ball just comes out to the 35. Four wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Pistol formation for the quarterback, one back in the backfield. Thunder need to rack up some time here to get some first down, see if we can get the goose egg off the board. Nitschke throws it to a wide receiver. It was open. Paulson had it in his hands, but I don't know if he thought he was going to get hit, but it actually popped up into the air and then fell down to the ground as the much smaller Caleb, uh, or make that cadence sweet, was coming up on the doorstep, but uh, Paulson definitely should have hauled that one in. Second down and 10. Ball still at the 35-yard line to the Thunder. 11.50 remaining here in the first half. depending on what happens in the uh, next series for the Broncos. We'll see if a few of the starters will stay in the game or not. It's kind of about the time we saw last week that a few started to meander. A big game next week for the Broncos. Two undefeated teams will be locking up, and it's also a big rivalry. Now a good pass over the middle out into the flat. It's going to be complete, to first down for the Thunder. Ball up to the 47-yard line. Hitting him is Mathern, actually, was the receiver on that one. He caught a nice couple of balls in the last series, but that's going to be enough for the Thunder to get a first down and move the chains close to midfield. There has been some openings here for the Thunder. Defensively, it's not been a good night, but offensively, I know they haven't scored yet, but there has been some openings in the passing game for the Thunder, and they've hit a few. Two wide receivers here to the near side. One to the far side. Pistol formation. Nitski dropping back to pass. And he'll throw over the middle. Way overthrows his receiver. And it's picked off. Greenlee gets it at the 37. And he'll return it up the the right hash mark. He'll get across midfield. I'm guessing that he's trying to get Paulson right around the 45. But that was well over Paulson. And it got volleyballed at about the 40-yard line. And... Grainley said thank you very much as it ping-ponged right to him and another possession and another great field position opportunity for the Broncos. So literally less than a minute after the last touchdown, the Broncos are right back in Thunder territory. Broncos, or if you're you're listening and you're a Thunder fan, uh, the Broncos don't need any help. You just can't give them these short field position situations. Hunter Schultz dropping back to pass, rolling here to the left. Throws a missile down the sideline, and he has greenly hits him. I'm not quite sure that he made the catch inbounds, but the referee says he did. And they're going to give him the big catch down to the... Yeah, I would say the same thing. It looked like he was in the air a little bit before. But, you know, a hell of a layout. I'll give him that. (laughs) So... It was a heck of a. Uh, I think it was Greenlee, but uh, down. I mean, it was a Hunter Schultz threw that missile on the, th- the <laughs> on the run. It was about a 30-yard completion. Receiver laid out and then tried to drop the toes, and I don't think he got the toes down before he went out of bounds. But it's been that kind of a game. Sowers will no. He's going to fake me out. He hands it off. I thought he had it. He Doubled over like he had the football and started running to the left, but the play goes to the right. It will be a pickup of about six yards. it will make it second down and four. So we'll put the ball at about the, f- I'm going to say the 14-yard line. Two backs in the backfield again. Direct snap goes to Hunter Schultz. He's going to run to the left. He's got some room behind tackle, and now he's got one tackler to beat. Runs to a corner of the field that I can't even see out of, or at least, yeah, it's going to be a touchdown. 13-yard touchdown run by Hunter Schultz. Literally, the side of the field in the far corner there, we were completely screened out so we can't see. But that was a touchdown run for number 12, Hunter Schultz, his second consecutive touchdown run, one of 15 and one of 13. Hunter's had a good night tonight, passing and running the football, and I believe it'll be Sowers this time into the end zone for the two-point conversion. A so, left to go half, so we get everything down here. Zero. I love the fact the Broncos are scoring, but sometimes they score so fast it's hard to keep writing everything down. 9.51 remaining, excuse me, here in the first half, and it's already 40 to nothing, Broncos. We're going to take a break here. We'll be back with the Kickoff to the thunder coming up in just a moment.
6: Other insurance companies try to cover the entire country. We think there's plenty of ground to cover right here with homes, autos, farms, and ranches. Nodak Insurance Company is focused on serving the people in the great state of North Dakota with agency care and provide the answers you need to your doorstep. Hi, I'm Lee Falk, your agent in Lisbon. Call me today, 701-683-4802, and get the protection that you need. Nodak Insurance, agents with answers.
1: Uh, we are back. Looks like we're going to get the kickoff coming up here in just a moment. The Broncos, last time, kicked the out of bounds. So good field position for the Thunder last time. It's not like they've had bad field position. Oh, missile, a line drive kick down to about the 24. It's returned up to the 38. Nice little return. And that'll be number 32, Churnland. So, 9.45 remaining here in the second quarter. It is 40 to nothing, Broncos. So, first down and 10 from the 39 yard line. And you start to get to the point of the game, it's uh, just trying to keep it simple. So we'll see the Thunder, you know, again, I've repeatedly said this, but they've actually had some positive, much more positive offensive plays against the Broncos' defense than I've seen in a few weeks, but it's only been here or there. Now a run to the right does not net much. It'll be a loss actually of two on the play. Nitschke is coming here to the sideline to get the call. Normally, I guess I didn't notice that he was running almost all the way to the sideline, so he's got the play. He'll run it all the way back out, so it'll make it second down and 12. Thunder coming up to the line of scrimmage. And big thing here is just to try start uh, get first downs, one first down after the other, and just kind of build it up from there. Wide receivers to either side, four wide receivers technically. Now one goes back in the backfield. Handoff goes up to the middle, and it's going to be not much. Carruth on the carry. I believe it was 34. Yep, it was Carruth, and he maybe got one yard. So it'll make it third down and 11. Next two weeks actually going to be big for the Broncos. You've got Oaks coming in. Next Friday night, and then Thompson the week after that. Thompson, I believe it was last week, losing their game to Oaks, though, which made that kind of interesting, but it was a close game. So the Broncos will not find the sledding as easy, at least not expecting it to be as easy. Now another great throw open in the hash mark area. Mathern takes a bullet right in the chest, jumps up, makes the catch. That's going to be plenty for Thunder first down. Yard at 44. Smart running by Paxton Matherin, the senior wide receiver. He's not a big wide receiver, but he finds the hole. He sits down, and he just makes the catch, and Nitschke is delivering the football with some authority. Now there's a few throws, and he's paid the price for it. Nitschke, where he winds up, and he really puts the mustard on it. A few times he's had a few sale, but for the most part he's been on the money. Four wide receivers, two to the left, two to the right. Nitschke dropping back, throws here into the flat. It looks like it was complete. Now they're going to call it incomplete. Tended receiver was number 15, Henningsen. Ball would have been placed at the 40. It would only have been a pickup of about five, six yards. Getting fairly dark here. This late's coming on in the press box, which is great, greatly appreciated. It's getting fairly dark. It's 747. You already got dark skies. Wide receivers, two to the left, two to the right. Nitschke in the backfield in the pistol formation again. He'll hand it off to Carruth. Carruth goes to the right or left, excuse me, and he's got nothing. There's... Two or three Broncos players meeting him in the backfield. It'll be a loss of probably close to two, maybe three yards. It'll put the ball back to the 48-yard line. And the Thunder need to get inside the 40 down to about the 36, maybe the 37, kind of in between there for the first down. And I am super jealous next time. I'm going to have to remember to bring the cashola when I come to Allendale. Boy, they had quite the buffet before the game here. A lot of crock pots on the far side, a lot of good old-fashioned food over there. A lot of people out here just enjoying the, I guess, the action. You know what? Just we never even thought for sure if we are going to have football, and we, we've had it, and we've had some good games this year. Nitschke now throws to a wide-open receiver in the flat, and it could be enough for the first down. Looks like they're going to give it to him. The pass is complete to Henningsen. Get another situation, and I think Henningsen is one of those that's kind of at the line of scrimmage and then sneaks out after blocking for a minute or two and he found himself wide open on the left hash mark and was going to get uh, enough for the first down they're going to move the chains so the thunder continuing their drive they actually had a drive earlier they got very close to the end zone but then failed on fourth down and the broncos took over and promptly marched right back down the field again Ball is at the 36-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right of the formation. Two to the left. Pistol formation. Carruth in the backfield. Handoff will go to the Carruth. Up the middle and nothing there again. Absolutely nothing between the tackles for the most part tonight. Check uh, the number there. Looked like number 58. Troy Jorgensen in there for the Broncos making the tackle. Second down at eleven. Clock is down to 5:30 remaining here in the first half. Wide receivers to either side. Mathers on that far side. Paulson here to the near side. Slot receiver there as well. Nitschke. Backing up, takes the snap. Throws it. Well, he's going to throw it. Now he throws it, but it's well. I think he was just throwing that one away. In the area, he had Churnland and also 15 Hanningson, but that was probably a good 10, 15 yards the ball was beyond them. So the ball falls cleanly down to the turf. It'll make a third down and 11. Nitschke coming back here to the sideline, visiting with the coach. With the incompletion, the clock will stop. So third down at 11. Ball at the 36, 37-yard line in that range. Two wide receivers here to the near side. Two wide receivers to the far side. Nidge keep. waiting here they're milking the clock here a little bit too they're taking plenty of time to get these plays off now a bomb down the near side receiver battling with greenlee and it's going to fall incomplete a lot of hand fighting going on down and around the two three yard line but greenlee actually had the inside position and paulson was trying to battle through him but the ball just fell harmlessly to the ground so fourth down and 11 and Because the ball is at the 37-yard line of the Broncos, guess uh, they will go for it. So the Thunder will line up. Two wide receivers left, two wide receivers right. We've seen them complete passes of that distance. Nitschke dropping back to pass, looking here to the near side, now telling his receiver to go, and he did, and the ball is on the money down to the 15-yard line. Henningsen literally pointed to his quarterback and said, let's go, and he did. Nitschke laid it up beautifully down the sideline, and he completes it down to about the 15-yard line. So that was a huge fourth down play and a beautiful throw by the quarterback. Again, that's been the, this entire game. There's been moments where the Thunder have sparked but just not have been able to do it consistently. Clock is running down to 4:46 here in the first half, 40 to nothing. Broncos have scored on every drive, but most of them, and have a, had several long touchdowns. Two wide receivers to the right, two wide receivers to the left. Nitschke hands it off to Caruth up the middle, and he gets met right at the line of scrimmage. And again, the blockers are just not there. He's getting met by two, three guys just almost immediately. So there's no gain in the play and that offensively, that, that hurts when you are trying to run an offense. You, you'd like to get three, four, five yards on first down to make the play calling a little bit easier when you're constantly sitting at second and 10, second and 12. Uh, it just really limits. I mean, it almost takes the running game out of the equation after that first down run. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Pistol formation. Again, Carruth in the backfield. Dropping back to pass. Fake the quick hitter. Now, Nitschke will roll out to his left. He throws it over the middle, and it is complete down to the 10-yard line. Paxton Mather in the safety outlet is going to pick up. I don't know if he's going to get enough for the first down. Looks like he's going to be short of the first down. three, maybe four. So third down and a couple. My play took a lot of time to come about and I think the Broncos got caught maybe sticking too many guys back and did not get enough pressure on Nitschke and if you allow him time now it looks like we got a timeout now it's going to be called by the Thunder so the Thunder have a good opportunity they're near the end zone Inside the 10 yard line, down to about the eight. It's third down and three, but you know they're going to go for it on fourth down if they don't make it. But we got a hefty seat timeout. 3.08 remaining here in the first half of play. It's been all Broncos 40 to nothing.
7: Water isn't just water. Hi, I'm Darren Hefty with Hefty Seed. Your water quality is likely hurting how well your herbicide and other spray applications work. The reason why, it is hard. Hard water occurs with calcium, magnesium, and other metals that are present in the water as positively charged ions. They bind to herbicides, they bind to other ag products, and they reduce your effectiveness. That's why we've developed WaterRite that neutralizes hard water. WaterRite can make your applied products work like they're supposed to. For more information, visit HeftySeed.com.
9: Are you frustrated with your current internet speeds? DRN ReadyTech is offering packages with up to 1 gig of service and the fastest speeds in the area with fiber to each home. What does that mean to you? Fast, reliable and no data limits enabling you to enjoy video streaming, telemedicine, e-commerce and more, all from the comfort of your home. Check out our gig packages at DRNReadyTech.com or call 344-5000 today.
1: So big big play coming up here on the third down, third down and three inside the 10-yard line of the Lisbon Broncos. The Thunder trying to get the goose egg off the board and start this, uh, this scoring, what they would like to see. Two wide receivers on the left side, and we've got a new quarterback, I believe, in there trying to do kind of a wildcat play. And now the throw into the end zone is going to be picked off outside the end zone at about the four-yard line. Throwing the ball was number 15 15- wyatt henningson and you move down the field and then you change your identity that did not work out at all in fact it really had no chance to get into a thunder jersey it was really red. well it was nothing but two or three different broncos players there it's trying to do something different but it will be a turnover so the Thunder are denied, and the ball will be placed at the 14-yard line, first down and 10 for the Broncos. We'll see who's out there now with three minutes. Basically remaining here in the first half, 40 to nothing is the score. Backfield is still, looks like it's oh, It's uh Sweet in there now. And Sweet will take the snap, runs up the middle, big hole up to the 25 to the 30, racing down the middle up to the 40-yard line. And they're gonna put him down at the forty yard line. So Caden Sweet in his first carry of the game. Coming off the bench in for Sowers burst for a big gain. So the thought process is now you'll start to see Sweet and probably Greenley a bit more than more than what you'll see Schultz or Sowers. Schultz is still out there. Sowers is not even on the field now. Greenlee here to the near side, wide receiver. I believe that's Rasmussen on the far side of the field. Hunter Schultz dropping back to pass, and he's going to get sacked maybe from behind. He's got to run for his life, and he's going to try and get the far side of the field, but he's going to be drugged down, and it will be a sack. Great defensive play for the Thunder. The Broncos are trying to make something happen with the pass, but kudos to the secondary of the Thunder. They had pretty much everybody wrapped up. So it'll be second down and we'll see where they're at. It looks like they're at about the 34 yard line maybe. So, I'm going to say second down at about 16. Clock under 2 minutes now. 158 remaining here in the first half. Welton Tire Service scoreboard again 40 to nothing Broncos. Wide receiver to the right. Schultz will take the snap, sweeps here to the near side, but good pursuit by the Thunder. It's not going to go anywhere. it will be dropped right at the line of scrimmage. Once you take Sowers off the field, that definitely makes the defense a little bit happier. It's one less guy you got to try and corral, and so there's still some dangerous players out there, but on the last couple of plays, the Thunder have done a good job of just staying in front of the runner. Third down and 15. Clock. For
7: the chili feed
1: over there on the uh, east side of the field. one remaining. post at halftime for some super chili at their chili Wide receiver to the right side. Two in the backfield. It will be Hunter Schultz throwing out into the flat. It's complete to Rasmussen to the 40 up the sideline to the 50-yard line. Did he get enough for the first down? Well, it's going to be left foot or right foot. The uh, right foot is going to be a first down the left foot is not and so what are we going to do i think it's i think it's short compared to looks like the looks like end of the, the pole is on ball the, ball the ball other ball side ball the of the 50 yard line, line compared ball. to where the football is right now it needed to get across the 50 yard line is what i'm trying to say and it's not across the 50 it looks like it's about four to six inches short of that so that'll make it fourth down and very close to, I guess, six inches. Broncos most likely will go for it here. They normally do not punt a whole lot, and the clock is down to 48 seconds remaining here in the first half. Now Coach Gurdian is technically coming out onto the field, and he's going to visit with the head referee. Not sure what that conversation is about. As his team was coming out, Coach Gurdian was coming out onto the field. There's something that I, I'm thinking he doesn't like the spot of the football, possibly. So it'll be fourth down and six inches. Broncos lining up a tight package. they got a man in motion from right to left. 360 spin. Hunter Schultz gets the first down. He was across the 50-yard line. At least I thought, yeah, they have him at the 47. He immediately was thrown back to the other side of the 50-yard line, so I thought maybe optically I was fooling myself but he did get uh, the penetration early on so the fourth down is converted and down to 37 seconds left we'll see if the broncos kick it into overdrive here dropping back to pass and a bomb thrown down the middle of the field he's got a receiver open by five yards but swam can't get to it slightly overthrown and that'll make it second down and 10 well even up 40 zip the broncos were still going for it there Heck of a throw by Schultz. Again, he has improved a lot as a passer. Still somewhat depth perception. It's slightly off from time to time, but we've seen this year him hitting more deep throws than he ever has. They've thrown more than they ever have so far this year, and basically compared to last year. There's a lot of games where he did last year that they only threw the ball maybe five, six times. I would say we're probably up to 7 or 8 here in the first half already. In fact, they opened up the game of the past. Another bomb down the middle of the field. That one is overthrown. Rasmussen kind of got locked up for a moment with the cornerback, and I think that threw him off. i have to double-check that. I think that was Rasmussen. Wait till he turns to the side. <laughs> He's still coming all the way back down the field. And it is a number, he's still not really, no, it is Rasmussen because number one is further up the field. That was actually an incomplete pass to Rasmussen. Number seven. So they'll back up, there was, must have been a penalty flag somewhere that I missed. They backed up all the way to the 38 yard line of the Broncos territory. Must have been a holding That's call. I was busy watching the play go way down the field, but there must have been a hold. Second and, uh, so second down and forever. 22 seconds remaining here. I would not be surprised now just to see the Broncos eat this. It'll be Caden Sweet coming here to the near side, sweep in the corner, down the edge he goes to the 50, cut from behind at the 43, out of bounds. Good job uh, coming from the backside is Chernland. We get 16 seconds left here in the first half, and that was a big pickup, and that's, Kind of been the bread and butter for the Broncos today. If they need big yardage, they just go down the sidelines, and they've had plenty of long runs. And they went back to a sweep there and found a little bit of a soft spot, but not enough for the first down. It's third down and five. Now Sweet will try and sweep the far side, cuts it up a little early, gets the 40 to the 35 and up for the first down, and he will put it down at the 33. Nine seconds left here in the first half. The ball is going to be spotted. What are the Broncos going to do? Are they going to call timeout? And that's going to be it. Broncos are going to go to the locker room with a 40 to nothing lead here in the first half of play. Several big runs, the difference in this game. We're going to take a break. Halftime show is coming up in just a moment. You're listening to high school football tonight on Thunder Country, 106.1 FM.
3: Navigating the challenging and difficult world of personal and business finances, estate planning, tax planning, preparation, and problems can be challenging at best. For all of these needs and more, put your trust in Olson Accounting of Lisbon. Olson Accounting prides themselves on outstanding service to their clients and dedication to professionalism, responsiveness, and quality. Olson Accounting of Lisbon would be happy to answer any of your questions questions contact them today at 701-683-2700 and visit them on the web at colsoncpa.com
4: first state bank of north dakota has been serving our communities for more than a century in all that time only one thing's changed our name we're bank north now but everything you've always known and trusted about us remains our owners and staff are the same and the same honesty loyalty and integrity guide us Bank North. New name, but values-based banking remains the same. Member FDIC and proud supporter of our communities. I'm Andrew Delavar, your local Edward Jones financial
2: advisor. Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of the Oaks Tornadoes on KDDR. Call
5: 701-742-3552 or stop by my office at 412 Main Avenue in Oaks for all your investment needs. Edward Jones making Sense of Investing. Mud, grime, dust,
8: and dirt. Can't stand your dirty vehicle anymore? Extreme Clean Car Wash in Lisbon and Enderlin has the solution for you. They have the technology to make your vehicle look like new again. Their Lisbon location, located on the south end of town, offers a touch-free car wash as well as two self-serve car wash bays. Their location in downtown Enderlin offers a touch-free automatic car wash. And at both locations, you can pay via credit card. Stop by one of these great locations today and make your vehicle look like new. Extreme Clean Car Wash.
6: The Halftime Show is brought to you by Mobility Plus Rehabilitation, focused on keeping athletes and fans at their top mobility. Your mobility is their priority.
0: Well, we are
1: at the half right now. The Lisbon Broncos taking care of business and looking to Pretty much, I think you could say, on their way to their fourth victory of the uh, year, the uh, Thunder. You know, Thunder, again, I, I mentioned it several times during the broadcast, and it's always hard when you get lopsided because you want to stay positive. But the Thunder lit- legitimately, yeah, they got a pretty good quarterback, and they do have some good wide receivers. Their line, I think, is really the area that makes it uh, tough for them because, again, they just have not been able to get any offensive push at all. Uh, first down, they Legitimately losing yardage uh, almost on every play, so it's just been the passing game, one-dimensional. They've still been able to drive the ball. They've driven the ball a couple of times against the Broncos, but have turned the ball over once on downs inside the ten. Another time, they kind of ran something they had run all game. They did a wildcat play and uh, this lobbed the ball up. The wide receiver who was playing quarterback, just lobbed the ball up to the end zone, and that was easily picked off by the Broncos. There really wasn't a Thunder player in the immediate area, so. Let's uh, take a look at the scoring here as we go through it. i been kind of chicken scratching today. I apologize. This I'll have to decipher this as I go through it. But uh, the Broncos scored on their very first possession. It only took 90 seconds. It was a 39-yard TD run by Jordan Sowers. Two-point conversion by number 12, Hunter Schultz. That made it 8-0. Again, 10-30 remaining in the first quarter. Then we go to the... Next touchdown, it was a four-yard TD run, this time by number 12, Hunter Schultz. Two-point conversion is good by Sowers, and that made it 16 to nothing. Not much longer after that, an 86-yard touchdown run by Jordan Sowers, still in the first quarter, 237 remaining, and it's Hunter Schultz of the two-point conversion, that made it 24 to nothing. 15-yard TD run, the next play to open up the second quarter and it was Hunter Schultz getting the touchdown. Two-point conversion was also Hunter Schultz. Better make sure I write that down because usually they alternate. One scores the TD, the other one scores the touchdown. But Hunter got both of those. And then the one that brought the score to 40 to nothing. Again, all the two-point conversions were good. Another 13-yard TD run by Hunter Schultz with 9.51 remaining in the first half. That made it 40-zip. And then the two-point conversion was by Sowers. And then after that, uh, it was a fairly decent drive that kind of ate up a lot of the time after that, and we started to see some of the different players for the Broncos, much like we saw against Northern Cass when they had a big lead in the first half last week. And I am guessing that we'll see the bench probably empty very quickly for the Broncos coming up in the second half. So we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we'll get you caught up on Fox News National News next on Thunder Country 106.1 FM.
3: Navigating the challenging and difficult world of personal and business finances, estate planning, tax planning, preparation, and problems can be challenging at best. For all of these needs and more, put your trust in Olson Accounting of Lisbon. Olson Accounting prides themselves on outstanding service to their clients and dedication to professionalism, responsiveness, and quality. Olson Accounting of Lisbon would be happy to answer any of your questions. Contact them today at 701-683-2700 and visit them on the web at colsoncpa.com.
2: Helping you do more, RDO does that. RDO Equipment in Lisbon is here to serve you. Sign up for your next bulk oil fill now before November 1st, and you will receive no payments, no interest for 120 days. Also, with your bulk oil fill, you will receive $100 off your next service inspection and a 10% discount on parts. Each sign-up will be entered into a drawing to win a Pit Boss Grill. Some restrictions may apply. Check store for details. RDO Equipment in Lisbon, 701-683-5836.
10: This is a Fox News alert. The death of a Supreme Court Justice. i Lee Lisa Lissera. The High Court says Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was only the second woman to serve on the court when she was appointed by President Bill Clinton in 1993, has died of complications from cancer. In 2009, she spoke at Boston's Law Day celebration about her
9: belief in equal rights. We still have a way to go to ensure that all people in our land enjoy the equal protection of the laws. But considering how far we have come, there is good cause for optimism about our country's future.
10: Chief Justice John Roberts wrote, our nation has lost a jurist of historic stature. we at the Supreme Court have lost a cherished colleague. Ginsburg had announced in July, she was undergoing treatment for lesions on her liver. The latest of several battles with cancer, Justice Ginsburg was 87. The tributes coming in, Hillary Clinton tweeting, Justice Ginsburg paved the way for so many women, including me, there will never be another like her. Thank you, RBG. While former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani writing, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a credit to the court. I disagreed with many of her decisions, but they were all well-reasoned and well-argued. She was a close friend of her ideological opposite, Justice Scalia. They both loved opera, law, and the USA. May she rest in peace. Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer says the vacancy created by the death of Ginsburg should not be filled until there is a new president, adding the American people should have a voice in the selection of their next Supreme Court justice. A vaccine for COVID-19 will be distributed as soon as it's available. President Trump with a statement earlier today, but he shifted the timeline for when that would happen.
7: We expect to have enough vaccines for every American by April. Earlier this week, he
10: suggested the vaccine will be ready for distribution by the end of the year. America is listening to Fox News.
0: Hiring can be challenging,
5: but ZipRecruiter makes it fast and easy. We talked to Monica Starks, who needed to hire for a pivotal role at her company GS Group. As the owner of a construction company, finding the right people
9: is a very difficult task.
5: So I use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology identifies the right people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com trial. Monica did, and that's how she found
7: Lamont, her new project superintendent. The job is so perfect for me. I had a career breakthrough. I would have never found this job if it wasn't for ZipRecruiter.
9: With ZipRecruiter, we've hired everyone from accountants to project managers to field scientists. With ZipRecruiter, we get hiring results.
5: See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash trial ziprecruiter.com slash trial.
10: Charges filed against several people who damaged a federal courthouse in Las Vegas in May.
8: The U.S. Attorney in Nevada says they are charging five people with damaging the fully federal courthouse on May 30th. That was five days after George Floyd's death in Minneapolis. The FBI special agent in charge in Las Vegas said a line was crossed. In a statement, the Justice Department says fireworks were set off, walls were spray painted with obscenities and graffiti, and bushes were lit on fire. It is not clear why it took so long to make the arrests, but surveillance images show people with. With their faces covered. Court documents say each of the five is charged with depredation against U.S. property, and each is a Las Vegas resident. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. British Prime Minister
10: Boris Johnson is predicting a second wave of COVID-19 as the government reported over 4,000 new confirmed cases, the highest since early May. England is preparing for more restrictions on gatherings and other activities in several areas of the country, and there's concern another lockdown may be coming in a few weeks, partly because they're having a hard time keeping up with the demand for tests. Israel taking action to try to slow down a rising outbreak. Israel is entering a second coronavirus lockdown today, just as the Jewish high holiday season begins. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu acknowledging this is not the kind of holiday we're used to. Critics are lining up to blame him for the country's growing caseload, saying an earlier lockdown in the spring was lifted too quickly. Large family gatherings are banned, schools and many businesses must close, and prayers at synagogues are limited to small groups. Simon Owen, Fox News. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy has signed into law a measure giving state regulators power to deny development permits to businesses whose operations pollute predominantly black and other minority communities. Advocates for the legislation hailed it as long overdue. It's been pending since 2008. I'm Lisa LaSara and this is Fox News.
6: How is it that NODAC insurance agents can answer all of your questions? When you focus on North Dakota, you know more. We don't have to respond to hurricanes in Florida, which makes it easier to respond to hailstorms and fender benders in Lisbon. Hi, I'm Lee Falk, your NODAC insurance company agent here in Lisbon, which means the answers that give you peace of mind are right in front of you. Answers come easy with NODAC insurance. Call me at 701-683-4802 and get the answers to your insurance questions today.
3: For over 40 years, Welton's Tire Service has provided Lisbon and the surrounding areas with tire sales and service, as well as preventative vehicle maintenance at an affordable cost. They continue that tradition today, whether it's shocks and struts, tire sales and repair, or on-the-farm services. Welton Tire is your friendly neighborhood vehicle and tire expert. And let's face it, you either have Goodyear tires, or you need them for your car or farm equipment. Call Welton Tire today at 683-5136, or visit them on the web at (laughs) weltonstire.net.
1: Well, we are at the half. It's been all Broncos for the most part. In the first half, all Broncos as far as the scoreboard is concerned. We will have uh, running time in the second half, I believe. That uh, normally is uh, once it gets over 35 to nothing. they got three minutes up on the score clock now as the teams will be just getting back out into the field. They have the homecoming. Actually, a couple of homecoming events. You're dealing with three different towns here with Ellendale, Edgley, and Colm. So you had each school, one only had, uh, I think uh, one school had a queen and the other two had kings and queens. Maybe maybe the king was not with tonight <laughs> or playing football currently. Could be too. Who knows? Uh, maybe missed that. But, again, celebration night here in Ellendale and the other cities, Edgeley and I uh, Also got a chance to see some of the youngsters here at halftime. Looked like, uh, I don't know what age they would be. I guess I probably should have listened a little bit closer, but... Uh, depressed or sad to hear during Fox News that uh, Supreme Court Justice Ginsburg passed away. I had not caught up on the fact that she's been battling cancer for a while and it's been kind of on and off and she tried to keep working through everything and Finally, the end uh, came, and in fact, uh, there was a movie or documentary recently about her. In fact, uh, I'm sure she may go down as, well, it depends on your opinion, your political opinion, but she'll be remembered for a long, long, long time for her work, not only just as a human being, but also as a Supreme Court justice. So sad to hear her uh, pass away today from cancer. It is coming up on 8:17. The time we're going to take a break here. Both teams just getting back onto the field again. We're still a couple of minutes away. Want to thank the uh, folks from Mobility Plus for sponsoring our halftime show. Also want to re- remind pe- uh, people it's getting to be that time of year again, fall season. A lot of people doing some harvest. Some are done. A lot of fields are starting to empty out. In my long trek down here, got a chance to look at some wet fields down by the James River. But uh, still fields in general, just the low spots that were a little bit wet. But Hefty Seed Company, if you're thinking about next year already or whatever your needs may be, keep them in your back pocket for all your chemical and seed needs. You can contact Hefty Seed in Lisbon at 683-3044. And also want to remind folks to uh, stick around for the post game show, RDO Equipment helping you do more. RDO Equipment does that. The RDO equipment store on the north side of Lisbon. They are here and ready to help you for your family operations. If you have any questions or equipment needs, for the most part, again, it looks like it's going to be a pretty successful harvest. But if you need anything, uh, definitely give them a call at 683-5836. We're going to take our final break, and we'll get the second half kickoff coming up in just a moment on Thunder Country, 106.1 FM.
8: Mud, grime, dust, and dirt. Can't stand your dirty vehicle anymore? Extreme Clean Car Wash in Lisbon and Enderlin has the solution for you. They have the technology to make your vehicle look like new again. Their Lisbon location, located on the south end of town, offers a touch-free car wash as well as two self-serve car wash bays. Their location in downtown Enderlin offers a touch-free automatic car wash. And at both locations, you can pay via credit card. Stop by one of these great locations today and make your vehicle look like new. Extreme Clean Car Wash.
9: Are you frustrated with your current internet speeds? DRN ReadyTech is offering packages with up to 1 gig of service and the fastest speeds in the area with fiber to each home. What does that mean to you? Fast, reliable and no data limits enabling you to enjoy video streaming, telemedicine, e-commerce and more, all from the comfort of your home. Check out our gig packages at DRNReadyTech.com or call 344-5000 today.
1: Oh, looks like we are set to start the second half. And again, it uh, most likely will be a fairly quick second half. We'll see the Thunder will have to bring the score under 35 to get the clock to stop and a bullet kick right into the midsection of the receiver, Henningsen, at about the 30-yard line. He was able to get a decent return past the 40-yard line. I'm not quite sure. I believe it was Hunter Schultz who did the off there. And he just kicked a rocket right at the midsection. No elevation at all, just went right into the midsection. Then Wyatt uh, Henningson, plays some wide receiver, too. He was able to pick that off and was able to bring it up to the 44-yard line. So a great start here for the Thunder. We'll see what the speech was uh, like, see what kind of motivation the Thunder do here in the second half, see things take off for him a little bit. They are very close to scoring a couple of touchdowns but failed near the end zone twice, I believe both times inside the, one time for sure inside the 10. So pistol formation, Nitschke throws a little flat pass and too far, too early. Paulson was the intended receiver. He was on the outside, basically ran in towards the quarterback, but uh, he was not in position. That throw was just a little off timing-wise, so it'll be second down and 10. And one of the things that really put the Thunder in a hole early is they tried to run a lot on first down in the first half, and it just they were met by a big wall, a big white and red wall. Could not get any yardage on the ground, so I would not be surprised to see the Thunder throw quite a bit here to start the second half. Dijki dropping back to pass, rolling to his right into pressure, and he has to throw it into the ground intended for hanningson although caleb sweet or Caden sweet had a better chance to catch that football he was in front of the receiver so it'll be third down and ten clock will stop well actually it won't because of the running time 10 25 normally it would got to get into that mode now ball still at the 44 yard line of the thunder great crowd here tonight for homecoming And they had their uh, chili feed going on, soup and chili feed, which, again, I was dumb and didn't bring cash. I should have brought some cash over here with the coronavirus and everything, just have not uh, used a lot of cash. Throw to the far side and hits the receiver on stride for a first down. What a great throw to Paxton Mather and a big gain of 20-plus. And the receiver is going to be pushed out. He basically had his back to Nitschke, but... Nitschke was able to feather it in to his arms and got it just inside the 40-yard line of the Broncos, and they're going to put him out at the 37-yard line. So big pickup. And here goes the Thunder again, trying to dent that scoreboard. Wide receivers, two to here to the right, two to the left. And as we kind of anticipated, at least here early, they're going to be throwing a lot. And pass over the middle, it is complete. Into the hand of the ninth grader, Jacob Nitschke. So it'll make it second down and five. Everybody kind of reassembling the days of COVID-19. All of the bleachers are fairly packed, but a lot of people choosing to sit on the ground, got their blankets out and kind of social distance, I guess, as much as they can. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left. Band goes in motion. Nitschke throws it out of the flat to Henningsen. He's got to the 30-yard line, inside the 30, down to the 25, to the 23, before he's finally brought down, and that is going to be another Thunder first down.
7: Another
1: Thunder first down. A 35 remaining here in the third quarter. For sure in a homecoming night, you want to get that goose egg off the board, and the Thunder have been capable of doing that. They just had not gotten that one extra play. Two wide receivers to the right, two wide receivers to the left. Pistol formation, Nitschke again. Fakes the handoff, he'll keep it himself. Runs to the right, gets some positive yardage with the run. He'll pick up four, and the defense has kind of changed a little bit for the Broncos. They're seeing what the Thunder are doing with pass, 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 so they've dropped the pressure off a little bit, and so that time there was some run running room up front and a good gain at least on first down. Maybe not as good as I thought. It looks like it's going to be second down and seven. I thought maybe he got a little bit more than that. Three wide receivers here to the near side. One wide receiver pulse into the far side. Nitschke dropping back to pass. And here comes the pressure. Oh, Nitschke dives right through several tacklers, then throws towards the end zone, or at least outside the end zone. We're screened out. It's right in the corner of the field, but it looks like it is going to be an incomplete pass. Like pass incomplete, this uh, this, there's one section, I mentioned this earlier, and I'm trying to think direction-wise. It would be the north end of the field, and uh, it would be more the northwest. We can't see it. I mean, there's, it's only really towards the sideline, but that was not completed, so it'll be third down and seven. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Pistol formation again for the quarterback. Pressure came, too, from the Broncos, and Nitschke was just able to step through it right up the middle. Now the blitz is coming up the middle. He fires it off quickly. Stepping in front of the pass and knocking it down was Hunter Schultz. Ball is that a down for the, the, the safety, Schultz, came over and knocked that one away. Clock is down to 633. So the opening drive definitely eating a fair portion of time here with the running clock. Biggest thing here is just uh, for the Thunder to punch one in. Kind of start with baby steps. Two wide receivers to the right, two wide receivers to the left, Carruth in the backfield. Nischke, a quarterback, again, pistol, dropping back to pass. Looks to the right, throws to the far side. Completes it to Henningson down to the 15 yard line. Looks like about a yard short of the first down. Looked like about a yard short. So it's going to be a turnover on Downs. And it will go to the Broncos. I'll be honest with you. I forgot it was fourth down. So the Broncos again for another time. This is like the third time the ball has been inside the 20-yard line. It's been turned over twice on downs. One interception was the other takeaway. Tight package for the Broncos. We'll see who's in the backfield now. Run to the left. Not much there. Maybe a gain of one. I'm guessing Sweet on the carry. Number two. Second down and eight. We'll check the numbers now. Sweet is not a tall player in the backfield, so once he gets behind those (laughs) offensive linemen way down the field like that, it's kind of hard to pick off his number, but this would be the time he is back there. He ended the first half, so it'll be Sweet. And it still looks like Hunter Schultz is back there. Wide receiver to the left greenley goes in motion our run it's going to go to the left and it maybe will be enough for the first down by hunter schultz going to the left diving past the 25 yard line and that is going to be a broncos first down move the chains i have a feeling if the broncos and much like what the uh Thunder did. They moved down, were unable to score, but if the Broncos kind of do their patented uh, drives as they rip off a big run, this third quarter is going to disappear in a heartbeat. We're already under five minutes to play in the third. Little pitch play coming here to the near side and turn in the corner. Not much there. Check the numbers at Greenley. It is Greenley, Number five.
7: To Greenlee.
1: Bowden Greenley on the carry. Out, uh, Little trick play. It looked like Hunter Schultz was going to take it himself and then he Quick pitched it to the right. Greenley was coming from left to right, took it on the fly, but good job for the Thunder defense to stay home and deny any big gain. Looks like the Thunder have been able to at least to kind of shut down the edges now. There were some huge runs by the Broncos on sweep plays in that first half. So wide receiver to the left side. Rasmussen now goes in the backfield from the right side. It will be sweet on the carry, carrying it to the left. It'll be a gain of a couple. Still well short of the first down. So it'll make a it third down and seven. Three forty-eight and counting down and a check of our Welton Tire service scoreboard. Next up for the Lisbon Broncos, it will be the Oaks Tornadoes. Not sure what the Oaks Tornadoes are doing tonight as far as the score goes for their game, but Both teams could be undefeated right now. It's uh, the Broncos number three in the state and the Tornadoes number four in the state. That is going to be a battle in Lisbon next Friday night. Sweep to the far side. Caden Sweet running behind Schultz. Going to get very close to first down yardage. We'll see where he's pushed out. They're going to move the chains again. He got just enough to get the first down. So, yeah, Broncos first down and 10, 3 minutes remaining here in the third quarter. 40 to nothing. There's been no scoring since the 951, Mario was 951 left in the second quarter and then that's been it. So, wide receivers to either side. Schultz does a quick pass, a little slant over the middle. It's complete to Rasmussen. At the 50, down to the 40, splits the tacklers down to the 35-yard line and a big gain of about 20, 25 yards. Rasmussen does the quick hitter right over the middle. The ball will be placed at the 34, and it will be first down and 10 Broncos. Even though the uh, Broncos are... Up by a bunch. They're still working on some plays here, it looks like. So first down and 10 at the 34. Wide receiver to the left side. Two wings either side. And the snap will go to Hunter Schultz. Late pitch to Caden Sweet. Up the sideline he goes to the 30 probably down to about the 20 no they're going to say he's I had him up the 27 now that one referee stopped then the other one is going to pick it up so we got a holding call though the flag is back of the 35 yard line it will be against the Broncos so this will negate a positive play and it's going to back him up quite a bit cuz that penalty was near the line of scrimmage clock will stop until they get the ball placed Ball's going to go back to the 46-yard line of the Thunder. It'll be first down and 21. So the Broncos at the 46. They need to get to inside the 25 for the first down. Two wide receivers, one left, one right. Schultz rolls to his left. He's going to throw it down the field. He's got a wide open spam at the 20-yard line, makes the reception, and now he'll try and turn up the field, but he's going to get wrapped up after a big gain of about 28 yards. That is enough for a Broncos first down. Ball will be placed close to the 15-yard line. It will be inside the 15-yard line. Looks like closer in between the 15 and the 14-yard line. So first down and 10 for the Broncos from there. Maybe the last play of the third quarter. We're under a minute now here in the third. The Broncos score here, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, this will be the first points scored by either team until uh, since early in the second quarter. Now, Caden Sweet on the run. Cuts to the right, goes back up the middle, and he waltzes in for a 14-yard touchdown run. So we We've had several of this distance, and got to write this down quick because the clock continues to run. So I'm just going to give it to him at about the 35-second mark here in the third. First touchdown again since 9:51 remaining in the second. It is now 46 to nothing, and the Broncos will go for the two-point conversion. So the lineup at the line of scrimmage and get set for the two-point play. Going to be a rollout pass by Hunter Schultz. Throws it into the end zone, but it's going to be knocked away. Check the intended receiver. It's in a dark portion of the field. Looks like they got a new receiver out there, and he's not turning sideways for me, so I can't read his number at the moment. So that's going to do it for the third quarter. I'm going to say the intended pass was to number 23. That would be Wyatt Webb, but it was knocked out of his hands. So 46 to nothing is the current score. We head to the fourth quarter. Broncos with the lead. We'll be back with more football on Thunder Country, 106.1 FM.
3: For over 40 years, Welton's Tire Service has provided Lisbon and the surrounding areas with tire sales and service, as well as preventative vehicle maintenance at an affordable cost. They continue that tradition today, whether it's shocks and struts, tire sales and repair, or on-the-farm services. Welton Tire is your friendly neighborhood vehicle and tire expert. And let's face it, you either have Goodyear tires or you need them for your car or farm equipment. Call Welton Tire today at 683-5136 or visit them on the web at weltonstire.net. The Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters is a group of parents, coaches, and community members whose mission is to enrich the athletic community by providing financial support for Lisbon high school athletic programs. Proudly supporting all of Lisbon's varsity sports programs, the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters would like to thank the community for their involvement and participation in fundraising. Check out the Lisbon Bronco Athletic Boosters on Facebook for upcoming events and opportunities where you can volunteer, donate, or join the booster team. Catch the spirit with Lisbon Bronco Athletics.
1: Uh, we had a deep kickoff, and it goes down to the 20-yard line. Actually, not much of a return there for the Thunder. They have to fix the score clock here now. They got it rolling down to 11.50, running time here in the fourth quarter, although the clock has stopped momentarily. Ten seconds came off as they fix the clock. That third quarter went by pretty quick. Each team basically having a drive, and that was the entire third quarter. Only one to score, though, was the Broncos, So it'll be first down and 10. Thunder is still on the sideline here. Getting the play call in, maybe a little bit of motivation to get this fourth quarter started. They've been driving the football a little bit in this game, I would say, since probably week one. This is the best we've seen a team move the football against the Broncos' defense. Now they're going to spread out the offense one more time here. A lot of the starters still in the game here for the Thunder. Wide receiver to the left side of the formation. Three to the right side. Nitschke dropping back to pass. Looks here to the near side. Then gets sacked and fumbles. Ball is loose, and it looks like I can't see who actually got the football well down the field. But it's going to be the Broncos, and they don't need any gifts. But they got one at the 11-yard line. So the Broncos right back at the doorstep again. Nitschke got hit from the blind side. I don't think you ever saw and I'm sorry I missed the number on who came in and got the sack. But the ball came flying out as he hit there close to the ground. So another turnover in close to the end zone. And now the Broncos taking their time to get out of the field. Finally getting the play call in. Wind the clock lots of clean jerseys coming out there now new quarterbacks new two two new running backs in the backfield i believe both are changed they are 18 to 22 now in the backfield and the first play is going to result in very close to a touchdown big run by number 22 check that that is going to be cameron opp Cam- so i thought opp was going to score he was running like through a picket fence he kept zigzagging around and he got all the way down they're going to spot him at the four yard line. Again, yeah, that's kind of a dark area of the field, so it's tough for me to pick up the lines, but it'll make it uh, second down and two as the Broncos are knocking at the doorstep. Opp in the backfield, and he does a misdirection play. Broncos coming here to the near side. Getting into the end zone is going to be number 20, Eli with... I'm hoping I say the last name right I think that's the first time I've called his name and that is going to be a two-yard touchdown so or three I have to write this down here number 20 real quick before the clock moves too much clock is still running so going to give him the touchdown at about 1040 remaining in the fourth And we'll call it a three yard run. A little misdirection in the backfield. The Broncos now up 52, and the two point conversion is good as well. So it's 54 to nothing. That's a tough break for the Thunder to have that. fumble near the goal line but it's kind of the way that the night is gone so 10 10 remaining running time 54 zip broncos will be back with more football coming up on Thunder Country 106.1 FM <laughs>
4: First State Bank of North Dakota has changed its name to Bank North, but that's the only difference you'll see. We've always been here for our communities. We've always been here for generations of families. Always here, through thick and thin, for farmers, ranchers, and businesses, and always true to our core values of honesty, loyalty, and integrity. None of that will ever change. Bank North, new name, but values-based banking remains the same. Member FDIC and proud supporter of our communities.
0: You've been listening to Lisbon Broncos football on Thunder.
9: Are you frustrated with your current internet speeds? DRN ReadyTech is offering packages with up to one gig of service and the fastest speeds in the area with fiber to each home. What does that mean to you? Fast, reliable, and no data limits enabling you to enjoy video streaming, telemedicine, e-commerce, and more, all from the comfort of your home. Check out our gig packages at drnreadytech.com or call three four four five thousand
1: 5000 today. Well, we are back to live action here. Getting set for the kickoff for the Broncos. Going to be a short kick. Bounces down to about the 25-yard line where it's fielded. Run comes up the middle. It'll get up to about the 35. Check the number here in just a moment. I think they've got some new players up there for the Thunder too. Lots of... Smaller players out there now. Number 21, Isaiah Carruth, the ninth grader for the Thunder. Nice to see some of the youngsters getting some playing time here. Just about nine and a half minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's all Broncos. They're going to run their mark to 4 and oh. Okay, so it's Thunder football here in the fourth quarter. Make the bus ride uh, back the to the Lisbon day. area with a little bit more happiness on the bus. Thunder. And now we get got a timeout taken by the Thunder before they start their offensive series, which leads me to believe they're trying to get guys lined up and who's going to be playing where with new guys coming out onto the field. So we're going to take a break. Our timeout brought to you as a service
7: by Hefty Seed Company. Water isn't just water. I'm Darren Hefty with Hefty Seed. Your water quality is likely hurting how well your herbicide and other spray applications work. The reason why? It is hard. Hard water occurs with calcium, magnesium, and other metals that are present in the water as positively charged ions. They bind to herbicides, they bind to other ag products, and they reduce your effectiveness. That's why we've developed WaterRite that neutralizes hard water. Waterite right can make your applied products work like they're supposed to. For more information, visit HeftySeed.com.
3: CHI Lisbon Health Clinic is now offering telemedicine visits. This means that you can have an appointment with your provider and not have to physically come to the clinic. To schedule your telemedicine appointment, simply call CHI Lisbon Health Clinic today at 701-683-6400. CHI Lisbon Health Clinic is now located on the north side of the hospital and open Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. CHI Lisbon Health Clinic, imagine better health.
1: First down run is going to net a few yards for the Thunder. Pretty much all new players out there for both teams. A quarterback now for the Thunder is number seven, Jacob Nitschke. He's a ninth grader. I believe in the carry there a moment ago was 21, Isaiah Carruth. Not a lot of height on the Thunder side, but uh, very stocky players. Now pitch going to the far side of the field. On the carry is going to be Chernland, one of the few kind of starters that we've seen still in the game. He's going to get a sweep to the far side of the field, but pick up just a couple. So it'll be third down and six. Checking into the game. Back again is number seven. Actually just coming in with the play. remember, they're running to the sideline every time and then running back to the huddle for their plays. Two wide receivers here to the right side, one to the left side, make it two to the left side. And the quarterback throws out of the flat here to the near side. Nice completion to number 22, Geller. Geller gets very close to first down yardage. In fact, it's going to be enough for the Thunder to move the chains. The ball will be placed at the 47-yard line. Nice little flat Pass by the new quarterback, Jacob Nitschke. Crowd starting to make their way out a little bit, just a little bit. Lots of festivities, I'm sure, going on in town. Not quite sure what they're doing at the school for the celebration of, I believe it's their homecoming. So the handoff goes to the far side. Carry by Churnland. He's going to get a couple of yards. Gets very close to midfield. Looks like they're going to spot him short at the 49. only thing I, I think is going to be interesting to see how the Lisbon Broncos react uh, because next week they're just not going to get away with making mistakes. And this is going to be the third week in a row that they've had running time. And next week, you're going to have uh, a team that can punch them right in the face along with what they do. So uh, the Oaks Tornadoes, the number four team in the state, and the Broncos, number three. Now a deflection at the line. Pass is going to fall incomplete. Pass was going to come or trying to get it to Anton Geller, the ninth grader. And at least the good thing is for the Broncos, they get to play the uh, game at home this year, but very excited about that uh, contest between the Broncos and the Tornadoes. And then the week after that, it will be Thompson, who also can uh, uh, basically make you pay if you turn the ball over or make mistakes. They're a very good coach team. Handoff, this one will go to the left, and it'll be another nice pickup. Churnland will get all the way down to the 44-yard line. Thompson's had quite a, tra- a tradition in a long run. In fact, last year when Lisbon went up and beat Thompson up in Thompson, that was the first home game that they had lost, I think it was like five, six years. So they've had quite a tradition. That's a game that's a couple of weeks away. Fourth down and one. Thunder coming up to the line of scrimmage. They have the ball at the 44-yard line of the Lisbon Broncos. Needing to get to the 43 for the first down. I formation in the backfield. The quarterback comes up right behind center. Wide receiver to either side of the formation. Quarterback's going to keep it himself and then gets blown back, but then falls forward and gets the first down. Looked like he was going to get knocked back, but he just kind of drifted to the left and was able to fall forward and gets the first down, and no offense against the guys out there right now, but uh, we're seeing movement that we had not seen most of the game when the regular starters are out there. Right now the Thunder are able to get, with their offensive line, some uh, some push down the field, which you need when you're running. Five minutes remaining here in the game. Forty, Make that 54 to nothing. been a while without any touchdowns, and then the Broncos got two. Pitch coming here to the near side, trying to turn the corner, but here comes a whole herd of white jerseys up the field. It's going to be a loss of about three or four in the play. Isaiah Carruth trying to sweep it here to the near side, but let's look up some numbers. 57-23 and 30. 30 is McDaniel. When I say 57 was another one, that is Gabe Lyons coming here to the near side with a nice tackle, gang tackling. So that'll make it second down and 14. Ball goes outside the 45 again. Pistol formation. Snap comes to Nitschke. throws over the middle, and the pass is intended for number 20. Manu. Manu. Oh, you know what? That's, uh, now I figured out, I made a mistake. It is actually for the Lisbon touchdown, number 20. I was looking at the, that kind of drifted off there. It was actually Levi Svem who caught that touchdown pass for the Broncos. I looked at a 20 and I looked down and I mistakenly grabbed the wrong 20. So for Levi, congratulations. I don't know if that's his first varsity touchdown, but I'm guessing it is. Now the handoff goes to the left side and it'll be a pickup of a couple down to the 40-yard line. Actually, it'll be a pickup of about five or six, but a couple past the original line of scrimmage. It'll make it fourth down and seven. We are down to about three minutes, and we are, yes, we're getting to that time of night <laughs> where game has been over for a little while, and it's nice to see some of the youngsters out there, but um, it's, it's been a long night, great night for the Broncos, although, again, it gets down to the point where you got to wonder how much this is going to help them when they start facing off against some of the top teams. Run goes up the middle. Nitschke is not going to get much. He's going to get a yard or two, and that'll be a turnover on downs, and the Broncos are going to come out and take it over. 253 remaining here in the game tonight. I was just trying to see how the Twins are doing tonight. The Twins uh, lost a heartbreaker yesterday against the Chicago White Sox, and literally their next game was in the same town. I believe they just moved over, and they're taking on the Chicago Cubs tonight. So let's see if I can check his score on that real quick. Twins, uh, only eight games left, I believe, is the total before the postseason for Major League Baseball. At one time, it looked like the Twins are going to be hosting the first round. It's one nothing Cubs with the lead. Again, the Twins have had their fair share of problems trying to score runs. Direct snap to number 22, Cameron. Cameron Opp takes the carry to the far side as he takes the direct snap, picks up several yards, puts the clock down to 226 and counting down. With the twins down one to nothing in the top of the sixth the interesting uh, thing, and I would just like to see the Twins not have to deal with the New York Yankees, but the New York Yankees who have been struggling this year. I believe they've now won eight in a row. The Twins currently are the number four seed, and guess who the number five seed is? It's right now looking like the New York Yankees, which again would make the Twins have to face the Yankees in the first round of the playoffs, and The other side of that, so if if the Twins stay at number four, to my understanding, they would stay at home and all the games for that series would be played in Minnesota. But if the Yankees were able to overtake the Twins, take that number four seed away from them and have it themselves, then the Twins would have to play all the games in New York, which would be a major drag. But some folks or some pundits that I've heard have said, you know what, I think it'd be fun just to see the Twins go and finally beat the Yankees. But they they haven't really been playing great baseball as of late. At least their bullpen is not. So we are down to 122 remaining in the game. This one is well in control of the Broncos. Op takes the handoff and runs up the field methodically. Was hit initially at about the 45 yard line to the Thunder then kept backing down the field and got almost a first down yardage. He's gonna be down to just between the 40 and the 41 yard line. He only has about a yard to go for a first down but we've got under a minute to play so my guess is we will get one more handoff here. October against Oak We hope all come back for a wonderful evening of Thunder football. Broncos coming up to the line of scrimmage. Very tight package, and it looks like they're going to go into the victory formation and just kneel it down here to end the game. And they can safely do that. We're down to 30 seconds anyway. Quarterback does it, kneels it down taking the kneel down there was number 18 that was Carter Wolner and that is going to do it 54 to nothing is the final score the Broncos run their record to 4 and 0 oh. meanwhile the Thunder drop to a mark of 1 and 4 we're going to take a break a post game show our quick post game show is coming up next on Thunder Country 106.1 FM we'll be back in just a moment this is home.
2: Helping you do more, RDO does that. RDO Equipment in Lisbon is here to serve you. Sign up for your next bulk oil fill now before November 1st, and you will receive no payments, no interest for 120 days. Also, with your bulk oil fill, you will receive $100 off your next service inspection and a 10% discount on parts. Each sign-up will be entered into a drawing to win a Pit Boss Grill. Some restrictions may apply. Check store for details. RDO Equipment in Lisbon, 701-683-5836.
9: Are you frustrated with your current internet speeds? DRN ReadyTech is offering packages with up to 1 gig of service and the fastest speeds in the area with fiber to each home. What does that mean to you? Fast, reliable and no data limits enabling you to enjoy video streaming, telemedicine, e-commerce and more, all from the comfort of your home. Check out our gig packages at DRNReadyTech.com or call 344-5000 today.
1: Well, we are back. Let's get into the postgame show brought to you as a service by RDO Equipment, helping you do more. RDO does that. RDO Equipment in Lisbon, they are here for your family operations. If you have any questions, give them a call at 683-5836. Well, let's uh, just run through it here quickly. I know they're going to try and clear out the stadium as quickly as possible if uh, they can, so let's do the scoring here. It was early and often for the Lisbon Broncos. Again, as their trademark has been for the last couple of years. Uh, you've got to, uh, if you're an opposing team, you've got to stop them early. Otherwise, they're punching you in the nose right to begin with. And before you look at the clock, you take a blink. You're down 16 nothing, 24 nothing, 30 nothing. It just goes on and on. Uh, but anyway, let's start at the top. 90 seconds into the game. Jordan Sowers pretty much ran it well. He had a long touchdown callback because of a holding call, but I think he would have scored anyway, even without the hold. But the hold was there, so it needed to come back. But anyway, we're going to talk about the first drive. Uh, the Broncos basically drove 70-plus yards down the field. It was capped off by a 39-yard TD run by number two Jordan Sowers, and the two-point conversion by Hunter Schultz, that made it 8 to nothing. Broncos scored their second touchdown of the first quarter, this one at a four-yard TD run by Hunter Schultz. Quarterback Keeper went into the end zone. Two-point conversion followed by Sowers. That made it 16 to nothing. Then a long run. First play of the next series. 86-yard TD run by Jordan Sowers. That one coming with 237 remaining in the first. Two-point conversion by number 12, Hunter Schultz. Next touchdown coming up for the Broncos. 15-yard TD run with 11.54. First play of the second half. And it was Hunter Schultz scoring in also, Schultz getting the two-point conversion. Usually they flip-flop. Sowers and Schultz on the touchdown of the TD, but this time it was both Hunter, and uh, that ran the uh, score up. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want to make sure that I stay on that. I think it was actually, yeah, made it to 32 to nothing. And then the next touchdown coming with a 13-yard TD run. This is the last touchdown for a while. It came with 9.51. This is a remarkable 9.51 still remaining in the second quarter. And the Broncos got a 13-yard TD run by Hunter Schultz and a two-point conversion by Sowers, and they had a 40-to-nothing lead, basically in a quarter and about two minutes of play. Uh, then it was into the third quarter. At the end of the third quarter, we had a long gap, much of the second quarter and most of the third quarter. Although we started to see some replacements start to come in, I know Hunter uh, make that uh, Jordan Sowers was out fairly early in that second quarter, but it was a 14-yard TD run, and uh, the touchdown I forgot to write down the number I believe it was Hunter Schultz but it might have been Caden Sweet sorry I missed that one but that came in the third quarter with 35 seconds left that made it 46 to nothing two-point conversion was not good and then the final touchdown coming new player here Levi Svam getting the touchdown a three-yard run two-point conversion this touchdown coming with 1040 remaining in the game and that puts us at our final score of 54 to nothing As mentioned, this is the one I'm sure a lot of Lisbon fans, and I can guarantee you Oaks fans have circled this one on the calendar. Next week is the big game as the Lisbon Broncos will be taking on the Oaks Tornadoes September 25th, and it will be a 6.45 pregame show for us, the kickoff at 7 o'clock following week we have thompson so the next couple of weeks should be very interesting contest that's going to do it for our coverage we want to thank you again for listening to thunder football and thunder country 106.1 fm we'll get you back to
4: regular programming coming up in just a moment first state bank of north dakota has been serving our communities for more than a century in all that time only one thing's changed our name We're Bank North now, but everything you've always known and trusted about us remains. Our owners and staff are the same, and the same honesty, loyalty, and integrity guide us. Bank North, new name, but values-based banking remains the same. Member FDIC and proud supporter of our communities. You've been
0: listening to Lisbon Broncos football on Thunder 106.1. And this game was brought to you by CHI Lisbon Health, Welton Tire Service, Sanford Health, RDO Equipment, Mobility Plus Rehabilitation, Hefty Seed Company. Tonight's Lisbon Broncos football game is brought to you by Dickey Rural Networks, Wallach Johnson Insurance, Bank North, Nodak Insurance and Agent Lee Falk, Lisbon Bronco Boosters, Olsen Accounting, Extreme Clean Car Wash of Lisbon and Enderlin and Edward Jones Oaks.